A's for Alcoholic is a program about recovery. My name is John, and I'm an alcoholic. And my name is Jerry, and I'm an alcoholic. Join us as we go through the alphabet of alcoholism one letter at a time. I don't know. I mean, as far as the relapse thing goes, like, it could just happen. I mean, I had a... um. I had a moment the other day and I was going to have, I was going to write some birthday cards and I went and had lunch in this little place and it was a tavern on one side and like a sandwich shop on the other. And it was beautiful, sunny day mm-hmm. and I ordered my sandwich and the bathrooms were on the bar side. And so I walked through the bar and it's fine. It's kind of dark and hardwood. And there's like the cushy little busted stools. And there's all these bottles. And, you know, there's a baseball game on. And it's kind of cool in there. And it's hot outside. And I was like, God, <laughs> I could just sit here for like all afternoon. And I mean, I went pee. But just that thought of like, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'll figure out how to get home. The car's out front. It's not really in a bad spot. It could stay there all night. Yeah. Save and it was, <laughs> it was super intense for a moment, you know, that thought of like, oh, and I walked out of there and I walked back around to where I picked up my sandwich and I was just really fucking grateful to not have to, not have to drink, you yeah. know? Yeah. But it was just that, you know, that moment of I don't know if you have them anymore or you just have those little flashes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. That's a reflex. It it's it's uh I always tell my wife, a drunk does what a drunk does, you know, it's a it is a definite reflex. It's a weird reflex. And it is sometimes it is just the right set of circumstances. Sometimes it is just a beautiful day. And it's just you know, like it just comes in like a little like an itch. You know what it feels like, dude? It feels like Sorry to mean to clap over Mike, but yeah. it, it feels like a phantom limb. That's what it does. You mm-hmm. ever hear the phantom limb? Like person loses a limb and they still feel pain in that area where the limb was, or their itches, or or the, it feels burning, or the ner- you can still feel the nerve endings knitting themselves, and that's what it feels like to me. But you kind of get used to it after a while. You're just like, okay, well, I guess that arm is gone, but it it like appears every once in a while it'll itch or it'll burn and i'll be like oh shit there's my arm but it's it's not there anymore it's that's the only way i can really describe that feeling because it's not a craving i'm not a wolf man i don't tear off my shirt and go wild you know like it, i i don't like the full moon comes out and i'm not like you know back there with a four cans of steel reserve you know trying to find a fifth can it's just like this really weird tingling thing that happens on occasion and it's not and, there anymore and no and it's not there it's gone it's got we are like men who have lost their limbs so to speak as one great piece of literature we cannot grow them back you know but uh i i, I think that is a uh, that's a definite bookmark for gratitude on my part like it's a bookmark it reminds it, it i do feel grateful it's weird dude i feel grateful it's there though I've, i feel grateful it comes back because it reminds me of my demeanor as a person or, or my condition is a weird word to use, but for me, but it, it, it reminds me of my condition, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. It's 
Well, you you hear that a lot from people, and they say, "I'm such a you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a grateful alcoholic." Grateful, yeah. And you know, I remember hearing that the first time, and just oh, Jesus Christ, really, I gotta I gotta listen to this sappy nonsense. Yeah, yeah. And and then now three years on, I find myself saying the exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't remember who I was talking to or whatever. And I just remember having that, that thought and going, gosh, I'm so grateful. And like you, like you said, I love that idea that it's there that it isn't, if it wasn't present or if I didn't have, if I didn't have the problem that if I have, if I didn't have the problems that I had, mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't be able to have opened myself up to a better way. Yeah. Right. I would have just yeah. been on this sort of, I never really hit rock bottom. So I never really got to find a way to have not just like crazy dizzying highs, but that sort of sustainable level of contentment happiness and even moments of like actual real joy yeah you know sincere you know what i mean sincere sincere joy (laughs) and so it's that sort of um you what was once corny is now sincere right genuine genuine you know i i i really reflect your statement because i would be like what the fuck are you so grateful for like we're all we gotta sit in this moldy basement and there's dog kennels in here for some reason and like the coffee ain't great and I feel super sad and every time I have to get up and get one of those little metal fucking chips I want to cry my ass off like I don't feel grateful at all you know and then as time passes and uh, the the shock wave kind of wears off I mm-hmm. uh, I've, I've I've felt it I feel it now I'm yeah I wouldn't be doing this with you. And I feel grateful for doing this with you, but I wouldn't be doing this with you if I were still in active alcoholism. I would no. I would have flaked out on you a long time ago. This podcast <laughs> would have been three episodes, and I would have been like, I am hungover, and I don't want to talk about uh, people's court or whatever the whatever dumb idea we would have had while we were drinking. You know, is people's court still on? No, I don't know. I hmm. I haven't. I haven't, you know, daytime yeah. TV kind of went out the window with me once I stopped being, you know, profoundly hungover. It's true. I haven't really yeah. caught up with any daytime TV. Right. In a very long time. <laughs> it's been a long time, yeah. I mean, there's been lots of daytime Netflix. Yeah. There's been daytime video games. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I'm not watching that commercial where it's like, it's my money and I want it now. Or the other guy yells at you for not going to community college or whatever, you know? like Is he still yelling? Guy. I that was that was like What are you throwback. doing on the couch? There's some of the older listeners yes. who remember that from the early two thousands. What are you doing yes. sitting on the couch? Go to trade school. <laughs> anyway, so that <laughs> gratitude's a big thing, right? I mean we I could sit and tell you about the comparison between when I drank and then when I got sober and then when I actually started recovering and there's obviously gratitude in there, there's the typical ones that I'm still grateful for, my family and you know, being able to pay eh, my bills kind of on time, you know, like those things, those are, mm-hmm. but uh, the, I love my family, you know, that the, the way they, the, their effect on me and my life has been beyond profound. It's monumental. But those other things about money and possessions, you know, I'll hear people share and they always say, well, I have money now, I have this now and that. And to me, I'm like, that, that means a lot 
to you, but to me, I'm like, well, the, the, the gratitude I feel is deeper than just being able to pay a bill, you know, like mm-hmm. I don't have to die stupid. I hope I don't have to die stupid. <laughs> and that sounds awful. And I'm not trying to be insensitive, but that was one of my biggest fears while I drank is that I would die real dumb. Like I would just do something dumb, man. The wet brain would, would, would just have solidified. And then yeah. you yeah. would have decided it was a good idea to open a car door while it was moving or, yeah. or shoot myself in the head or, or get drunk and fall off a roof or get drunk and get hit by a car or drown or yeah, all those awful things that where my mind went to in those hangovers the next day. And I'm like, how the hell did I wake up alive? Yeah. But, uh, but, uh, but it's beyond that, you know, that gratitude is an actual tangible, genuine thing. Sometimes I feel it physically and that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I wanted to, I wanted to talk to you about this and I was really excited. And, um, we were talking about reading a book together or doing some sort of book review or something like that. But, um, I got this book called the tools and uh-huh. it's by this. I actually heard it from Ron Perlman on another podcast and he was talking about his early career and Beauty and the Beast and how he didn't work for like three or four years after that, maybe mm-hmm. more. Right. And so this guy, Phil Stutz and uh, Barry Michaels, they're both psychologists, psychiatrists. I'm not sure which, but it's it's five tools to um, basically just help you move forward in life. And the whole yeah. thing was about movement. And uh, the one that really struck me and again, somehow at the perfect time that we were going to be talking about gratitude yeah. was this thing called, uh, it was called the grateful flow. And I'd love to just share with you a little bit. Word. If you don't mind, you want to do a little gratitude work, a little sure. exercise here. You yeah. were talking about it being tangible. And I've, I've, this is not, I don't think this is a new idea. Uh, cause I've done this with, um, when my girlfriend and I were doing some work with money consciousness, we did gratitudes, you know, um, in this particular one, he talks about how whatever the moment is where you're feeling anxious or sad or frustrated or defeated, you know, and you imagine this, it just feels physically, if you can imagine like that black cloud, that gray, that black cloud, that's just ready to rain. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then above that is where the sun is. Obviously that's, that's how this works. And he, he says, just to stop as soon as it happens, you know, if you can, I mean, if you're driving, perhaps not, but it's good in traffic to um, stop and pick five things and go, I am grateful for this Moroccan mint tea that I'm drinking right now to keep my voice, you know, good and sultry. I'm grateful to have you here on the other end. You know, that's two. I am grateful for the, uh, sweet potatoes that I had for dinner tonight. I'm grateful for the beautiful weather that we had today. And I'm grateful that I was able to go buy a brand new, well, 1953 typewriter for a Uh very, very low cost. Yeah. And so you say these five things and you really try to feel them in your, you know, close your eyes if you need to or whatever. And you feel them in your heart and you go, these are the five things I'm grateful for and make it new every single time. And you start to actually, like you said, you feel that gratitude in your body and it's in your heart and you go, and it's a little weird, but then it starts to flow. And if you can imagine that sort of like that power, that energy that flows up through the black cloud, 
Yeah. And um, and then you are connected again with that sun. And that sun, if you can imagine this, is is just it will call it the source. They call it the source. Right. And so what I do is I I feel that flow go up through the cloud. I feel the sun come down, the source, and it's like this source of what I like to think of and what they talk about is like this boundless creativity. This is the this is the source of everything good. Yeah. And you connect with that. And then the cloud goes away. Now, you still may be stuck in traffic. You still may have to deal with a shitty job. And it may not work right away. And going back to your point about the phantom limb, these are just exercises that, you know, you have to keep doing. Or, you know, I have to keep doing. I don't mean to be talking to you. But, I mean, when I when I do it, that yeah. I have to keep doing over and over and over again to get them to work the same way that I keep in check over and over again, that momentary flash of it would be really nice to have a drink. Yeah. So I just recently read this. And like I said, I've done some ideas around five gratitudes. You know, you end, we would end our session with that and say, what are the five things you're grateful for right now? And it's not so much, it doesn't have to be deep and it doesn't have to be heavy. I just, pick whatever's around me and and do that and mm-hmm. make it I make it different every time and it's it was such a great it's just it's called the tools and it's a great book and I'm not done with it yet but that was one that really really struck me and just kind of the idea that was great for me was the picturing in my head of the sunlight the cloud my heart my chest and kind of making that connection and again I know that maybe at first it sounds a little bit corny, mm-hmm. yeah. but I really feel like with time and practice, it becomes, what, what was the word you used? Was sincere? Sincere, sincere. Or, yeah, gen- genuine. Genuine. It becomes this genuine feeling. Right. And you go, oh, wow, that's fucking great. All right. Yeah. And so and it's really hard. I also read this other thing in a different book that gratitude and misery you can't feel them at the same time right so you can't be miserable at the same time that you're grateful so if you have to pick one then pick grateful right (laughs) so that was that's my that's my exercise i like it i'll apply it it's a great exercise it's it's a a perspective yeah it puts things in perspective and even if Mm-hmm. Even if I don't do the whole exercise and imagine the bright source of boundless creativity and mm-hmm. I just wake up and say I'm grateful for my pillow and I'm grateful for my for the sun and whatever, I feel ten times better than I would have otherwise. Right, right. I mean, it works. I, I do it at <laughs> night. Mm. Every night before I go to sleep. I've probably mentioned that before in this podcast. But, but yeah, every night before I go to sleep, I say a little list of the things I'm grateful for. You know, it always starts off with the same thing. This is grateful for my sobriety and the clarity of which it has, you know, provided me. And then from there, I just kind of go on grateful for my wife and kid. And then it kind of I'm so glad mm-hmm. I'm grateful I live in a house <laughs> in my own house, you know, all those things, you know. But you yeah, can... 
yeah. I mean, it's it's so funny you bring up it being corny because I, I feel like both of us are really similar in that we grew up being, we grew up, we're Generation X, right? So we grew up in mm-hmm. that generation of irony. So things weren't supposed to be meant very sincerely. It's almost like a holdover from being a teenager. So in our 20s, when people were sincerely, truly who they were and it was kind of corny, we would kind of clown on them, you know? Mm-hmm. We're like, look at that guy in his tivas and his fucking cargo shorts and his you know he what i mean he just wants to be comfortable and yeah you know he cool just wants to be comfy you know he's just, <laughs> you know coming out of the bathroom at chili's drying his hands off being like you ready to rock and roll you know like <laughs> you know but uh, yeah now in hindsight and I, I think it is from recovery and getting older i look at that guy now and i'm like yeah whatever he's not my style but he's having a great sunday man he's got mm-hmm. his kids his wife minivan he's stoked you know he's got everybody together they're all healthy. They're all happy. So I think it's, yeah, you know, the the, uh, the caveat of it being corny definitely has to be in there for guys like us. You know, we are like, oh, well, you know, the sunlight of the creativity and shit like that. But, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. I guess it works like just like the way you'd work a program. Like you could replace that creativity with altruism or kindness or, or you know what I mean? Anything really. I mean, mm-hmm. I like the exercise though. I've, I apply it. I should apply it more often consciously instead of just while I'm drifting off the sleep as part of my night ritual because that perspective really is valuable. It may suck right now and it may be the hardest it's ever been now, but that shit's going to pass, man. It, it is. Does. It doesn't stay sucky forever. It just feels no. like it's going to stay sucky forever. <laughs> In the moment, you're like, I'm always going to be like this, or this is always going to be like this, or my heart is always going to be broken, or I can't fucking stay sober, or whatever. My car will mm-hmm. always be broken, but it'll all pass. It always does. It does. Yeah. It and really does. Yeah. It's either on to appreciating that it's passed and trying to rebuild, or just waiting for the next. Uh, misery to come along you're right though you can't be miserable and grateful at the same time. right yeah i can it's, try it but it's I, hard. I mean i i that was the thing is i was reading this and i thought well I'll, I'll try it you know they i think they say the same thing about you can't what is it you can't be resentful and pray for somebody at the same time you can't be resentful <laughs> toward someone and pray for right. them yeah so, so if i'm resentful toward you just mm-hmm. go ahead and pray for the guy and yeah. i think the advice i got was well, if you're still resentful, just pray again. Do it for another week. Right. And then do it for another week. And eventually that resentment just gets worn down to nothing. Yeah. So I feel like the same the same can be said for me with the action of gratitude. Yeah. Being being grateful, not just oh yeah, you know, and just the and especially I I like to look at the things that I normally take for granted, like electricity. We wouldn't we wouldn't be doing this if I didn't have electricity in this house. Right. And, and you've so, you've had your electricity turned off. Yes, I have. I was there with you. Yeah. Th- that was a yeah. uh, that was a byproduct of some very early uh, alcoholic uh, behavior for sure. Yeah. That was. I've just... had my electricity turned off dozens of times in active alcoholism. Mm-hmm. I live like a caveman. <laughs> Dude, it's dry so cereal, tall it. boys at PBR. You know what? We we came from the miasma. Ooh. Yes, from doing the miasma. Shit. Yeah, we came from the miasma doing this shit. Why can't I do it in my uh, modest mm-hmm. fucking two bedroom apartment with you know my old roommate? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's so absolutely true. Just not. 
I've been there. I've not had yeah. electricity mm-hmm. in the dead of winter in the Northwest. Oh, yeah. You know, having the, uh, having the apartment be, you could see your breath and going, yep, that was the last hot shower that's coming out of this one. For a while. And so, and then you say, hey, Jerry, can I sleep on that lazy boy yep. that you got at the thrift store last yep. week until that I can was- figure something out? Bring a fifth of Seagrams. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. 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 So it's and it's it's um that again just it being corny until it's not and you don't have to do it in front of anybody. Ah. I mean, there's still plenty of things that I wouldn't do in front of anybody and little uh, practices and actions that I do to get myself pumped up in the morning and. You know, whatever you say to yourself in the mirror and whatever aphorisms, is that the right word? I think so. Whatever mantras you might have, you know, these are not necessarily even things that you need to share with people, right? Right. So, no, no, you can, man, I I like look at it as akin to working out. Like, I don't go to the gym. Like, I work out at my house because I don't want to do that in front of anybody. So, maybe you look good. These, thanks. These, I I feel great, but (laughs) maybe these. Things that you're talking about, these little mental workouts, they're mental affirmations. They're put like I said before, perspective. I like I want to pound that in there, perspective. But that those ideas of like a mental workout, you don't have to be doing it in front. You don't got to get out of your car and spin around in a circle, and you know what I mean. Like, do it on your own. Do it silently in your head, and you can keep scowling if you want to be a scowly person. You can look grumpy as fuck and still be grateful. I I do it all the time. it's just i it's those those things of actionable what's the word i'm looking for actions just you need to find something actionable and i think that that really really helps some sort of movement in the body or in the brain or both yeah and at least at least i do that's how that's what i need otherwise i will sit sedentary i will i will lament and I will that that sedentariness will just will overtake me, yeah, very easily. So oh, I yeah. need to get up and I need to go and and jump up and down or read something out loud to myself or just make the bed. <laughs> put yeah. my put yeah. my clothes in the drawers and make the bed. So right, right action. And even are, if the action is being grateful, from there, well, that that will be your action. It'll lead you to right thought. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, that's my my af- one of my other affirmations. You know, right action leads to right thought faster than right thought leads to right action. You know, you can mm-hmm. uh, make more happen if you're actually doing than just saying. But you Maybe. gotta do, yeah, you gotta do though. What was it you said? Getting uh, your shit together feels good. Getting your shit together feels good. That'll be the uh, A for alcoholic <laughs> motto there. Getting your shit together feels good eventually. Eventually. Maybe so, not quickly, but like you know. anything, it takes time but maybe to. Quickly. Yeah, maybe. Who you knows? don't know until you put your tie your sneakers on and go for yeah. a walk, go for a run. Yeah, I don't know you personally out there, listener, but you never know. You never know, and go left or right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's 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 just I just know what works for me, and I think that's yeah. the biggest thing. And so it may be something entirely different for you. Or for anybody else out there listening, yeah, I just know that this works for me, and it I get excited, mm-hmm. and I I said, hey, I read this thing in a book earlier this week, and I got to go reread it because I wanted to share it, and then I thought, oh gosh, I'm going to be talking about the clouds and the sun and the 
the benevolent creative force. Yeah. And I, but I, I, it's just was something that was so exciting to me. Right. How far are you fallen? <laughs> <laughs> you and your Tevas and your cargo shorts. How was the blossom? Awesome blossom over there. Right. No, you're, you're doing great, man. You, uh, I, well, thank I, you. yeah, it is. Yeah. It's a, it's a huge improvement. <laughs> but yeah no you're doing great and even though these things may be uh su- suspect to some people <laughs> you know and even to me a little bit not necessarily suspect but the cynic in me is like uh clouds and stuff huh but the genuine person in me wants wants to apply that and use that and say well maybe it works right i mean you never know you never know. And if it does, then shit, I got another tool in the toolbox. Just like you said, what is the book called? Tools? Is that what it's, it's called? It's called The Tools. That's right. it. And that's how the the whole program, this 12-step program I'm in, was even explained to be by another by an, an old-timer in this program. He just said, you only have a limited set of tools to work with now. If you start working this program, you may be able to find other tools in your tools shed. You can find the right one for the job. So instead of trying to screw that window back together with a butter knife you can actually use a real screwdriver you know like (laughs) you know you don't got to be out there cutting grass with scissors or whatever awful method you're using you can utilize these things you know and that may be a tool that may look to me like i watch someone else use it i'm like ah it looks kind of funny and then i start using it and i'm like oh man why didn't i think of this years ago or why didn't i actually approach this and ask about this ask for help with it Mm -hmm. you know i think we touched on that last week too asking for help but gratitude's a big thing. I hear gratitude thrown around a lot in the program. Um, but I don't, I don't look at it the way I used to. The skepticism is, it's not gone entirely. I mean, it's still there. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I can, mm-hmm. I can gel with it. I grok it. I grok it. You know, grok it. You grok it? What is grok yeah. Grok is like an old 60s hippie term for like being simpatico or being like uh. in tune with something, aligned with something. Yeah, I thought you knew that one. No, I've never heard I just heard said some weird grokking. shit out loud. Hey, yeah. man, I'm just glad. I'm, yeah. I'm grokking. Grokking and docking, you know? Like I'm the band grokking, docking. I'm grokking up what, you, what you're dropping. Yeah, you're grokking. Um, <laughs> but it, I love the idea of actual tools, and I love the idea of things that I can I can put my wrap my head around and wrap my yeah. hands on, and and that's such a, such a big thing for me because yeah. otherwise – I mean, what else do you have except wishing and hoping and, you know, what does they, they say? Wish in one hand and shit in the other. and Right. See which one fills up the fastest. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's finding those. It's going to be the shit one, by the way. <laughs> Thank Just you. So you know. <laughs> so it's that idea of of having real tangible help and um, being able to utilize it. It's it, it, what what a thing to be grateful for and what a thing to be to be excited about and I'd rather be excited about that than there's nothing there's nothing that drinking can give me anymore and that's another thing that I I am grateful for is that in those in those times and those things that I did in while I was in active alcoholic like it's still hard for me and I still have a little bit, I still have some, you know, shame and some guilt and yeah. and I feel bad about things and I've done my best to, to, to feel better and make amends. But at the time I was literally, I had the tools that I had and I did the best I could with those. Mm-hmm. It was not very good. I, I, let me just tell you, it was not very, I was not doing a very good job at life. 
I was barely scraping by, but that was the best I could do. So I did the best I could. So, and that alleviates a little bit more of the guilt and the shame. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's what you have to, that's what I have to be grateful for. Yeah. I have to agree with you, man. I have to agree with you. In the theme of tools, like I said, you were fixing everything in the house of the butter knife and then you <laughs> got sober went to recovery and it was like going to Lowe's with a Lowe's card you're like oh shit I can get a cordless drill what what yeah. I don't have to <laughs> I don't have to duct tape this drawer shut anymore what right I remember but, you came over to the house one time or the apartment and you said you guys don't have a trash can you just hang this bag on the edge yeah. Or the the refrigerator door. You need to get yeah. a trash can. And yeah. that never occurred to me. I just, I don't need a trash can, man. There like it was it's... sitting in judgment of you, man. Dr- dr- <laughs> just as drunk as you were, though. But being oh like, yeah, absolutely. I am a much more refined drunk since I have a trash can I bought from Rite Aid. <laughs> in a blackout. <laughs> right. Uh, time for uh, a trash can. What were you doing but, at the Rite Aid in the blackout? If I woke up, I don't know. I honestly, it was like all black. I just remember waking up and being like, oh, trash can. I'm a real grown up now. But uh, it's it's a great thing to be grateful for. And I I can't emphasize enough how the standard things to be grateful for are also great things to be grateful for. But then I think over time, you even get grateful for feeling grateful. You know what I mean? Like it it has a richness to it. It gets momentum, gains momentum for sure. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. What it, what did uh, the the tapestry the deep tapestry the rich tapestry the rich of uh, recovery of recovery now right that's exactly mm-hmm. what I was gonna make you feel the rich tapestry of gratitude instead of the rich tapestry of your hangover you know was, our old saying was John I I can feel the rich tapestry of my hangover you know mm-hmm. yeah. there's so, so many layers and woven layers right yeah mm-hmm. and now it's like literally I can apply it to my recovered life because i can say my sober life but i can be sober you know and not and still be like dry as fuck and not be recovered mm-hmm. i guess that's another topic for another yeah oh dry man we already fuck. passed d we already passed d for dry we'll save it for uh season two season two will be d for dry <laughs> drunk let me tell you i had one of the i've had those too mm-hmm. but um yeah i can't i can't um stress enough how grateful i am I really, I, I'll even say with a faraway look in my eyes, I am very grateful. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty impressive. I, I could not have imagined mm-hmm. three, four years ago doing any of this. Yeah. And having, having a fraction of the stuff that I have. Right. There's, there's absolutely no way that it would right. have existed. So I'm pretty grateful that, that things happen the way that they happened. You know, Absolutely. and I can't take full credit for every single action of mine. Um, I had a lot of help from a lot of people. And, you know, from that big bright source in the sky, whatever you want to call it. Right. That big Teletubby baby son or whatever yes. it is. Yeah. Whatever, whatever works, man. If that's Word. what gets you through the night. Yeah. Absolutely. If you want what we got, man, get your ass in here. Get your ass in here with us. It's bad. It's not bad. We got our own party bus. The water's warm. Yeah, the water's party warm. Party bus with the yeah, hot tub in the back. There's a pool in the party bus. Right? Yeah, the water's warm. Let's do this. Yeah, let's it's... do this. There'll be pie. Oh, you're making it sound pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> mm. What kind of pie? Like apple pie? Pecan Blackberry? apple. Pecan. No, not rhubarb though. No. 
Nah, I can't fuck with that. But but if you like rhubarb, I'm sure there'll be one. We'll make one just for you. Just for you, dear listener. You get a rhubarb <laughs> pie. Well, I um, I think on that, we'll end here. I am really happy, really grateful uh, for everybody who's out there listening. I just want to say thank you. Um, you're very, uh, very small, but very uh, exclusive group. Yeah, <laughs> of we people. appreciate you. We appreciate yeah. you. We're very grateful. Yeah, we are grateful. So, all right. Thanks again, man. Yeah, thank you, man. Thanks again for listening. As always, our music is by Neglect. You can find his stuff at neglectsound.bandcamp.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. And get a hold of us at aisforalcoholic at gmail.com. <laughs>